Time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you today on this February day, Dr. Smith? Tell you what, Phil and blessed. Uh, I don't recall February having temperatures in the upper 50s very often in my life. So. Yeah, very nice. Well-deserved after yeah. the uh, frigid nice January. After the monsoon, uh, yes. the first week of February and right. yeah, the, the bitter cold in January. Especially makes you feel blessed when you see some areas of the country, West Coast in this example, just oh getting hit with extreme weather. And here we've got uh, really a mild day. So yes, very do. fortunate. So let's take a look at last night's school board meeting, if you will. And we'll start like always with good news. So uh, we celebrated the fact that several of our schools actually uh, recently have been recognized and ranked within the top 20% of schools in the state of Indiana. Um, by U.S. News and World Report. We talked about four of our high schools getting that distinction not too long ago, and seven of our elementary schools were in the top 20%, but one in particular we want to raise, and that is McCutcheonville Elementary School. They had a fun celebration last week because they were ranked 24th best elementary school in the state, and that doesn't happen without a lot of hard work, and they made it a fun day for the students, so kudos to McCutcheonville Elementary. That's right, and as we've said very often, we want education to be fun. Absolutely. Learning should be fun. So. You're going to work hard. You should uh, have fun while you're working hard, and you should celebrate in your success, whether it's academic, athletics, fine arts. So Absolutely. Uh, yep. you should really have pride in what you're accomplishing. We did another cause for applause in January, our Employee of the Month uh, recognition, and this time it went to Sherry Shank. Sherry is a special education assistant or paraprofessional at Hebron Elementary School. She's been with EBSC for many years in a few different schools, and she is actually getting ready to retire this spring. She does a great job, and as I said last night, Dr. Smith, you know, we all know, of course, how great our teachers are and principals, counselors, all of that. But we have a lot of classroom assistants, paraprofessionals, uh, as they're called, and they do so much. And it's really a job that's changed over the last 20 years. They are valuable assets in the classroom. And Sherry is just one example of you them. Bet. You know, and as you said that, Jason, what job hasn't changed in the last? Sure, years? you're but, right. Uh, no, it's always great. As you've noted many times, this is one of my very favorite things. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, every time when it's announced, and certainly in Sherry's case, when it was announced that she was the cause for applause recipient, uh, just the fact when the student faces lit up uh, at right. Hebron, so you know you've got it right. Absolutely. Definitely. Staff was super excited for her. And we recognize the fact that North High School's dance team, known for many, many years as the Huskettes, competed in the UDA National Dance Competition in Orlando, Florida this past weekend. And what a great thing for these students. You know, certainly it takes a lot of teamwork, dedication, but not just on behalf of the students. Also, the sponsors put in so much time. Oh, my goodness. Making certain that their routines are uh, absolutely what they should be, especially in a, a competition uh, element and then talk about the parents uh, everything that that whole community has to do in order to get our students at that uh, level to perform on that national stage and I think that is the essence of education sure uh, because everything that they've learned uh, being a Husket will serve them well in their life when it comes to working with the team, working to achieve goals, understanding the importance of being on time, your responsibilities it's just that's the essence of school. And then not to mention just the memories these students right. develop. I mean, 30, 40 years from now, they could be sitting here like we are having a conversation. They'll remember every bit of this competition. You bet they will. In fact, I was talking to a member of my team that recalled two trips that we took when I was at Bossy High School as a band and orchestra director. And that was, let's just say, uh, 30 plus years ago. That is true. You're right. Uh, so. 
So, and again, you're right. Lifelong memory. You're exactly right. That is what the whole school experience is about. Key component, certainly. Definitely. Uh, Cops Connecting with Kids. This has been around so long that just recently, 80 students, not just from Evansville, but from surrounding areas went as well. Um, the pictures that were posted on social media just shows the, the type of enthusiasm, the fun these students were having on this trip of a lifetime. And we have to give a shout out to not only law enforcement, but all of those in the community who support this. It takes an incredible amount of fundraising to put this trip together for 80 students and the chaperones. They pulled it off again. So just kudos to everyone. It was glad to see that everyone had such a great time. Yeah, completely agree. And it's just another one of those things that, I think people around here take for granted, but I don't right. know of another community that has an event like this. No, I, I think you're right. And I'm talking coast to coast. I've right. never heard of anything like this anywhere else. It truly is amazing. And then last but not least, talk about being proud of a couple of students. They are from New Tech Institute. So let's talk about Jacob Barnwell and Eli Duff. They are two uh, students that are at New Tech, they competed in the University of Evansville's Changemaker Challenge, which is really an amazing competition. And certainly competition, there is no lacking of stellar competition in this event. And they made it all the way to the finals and won. They designed, created from the ground up a solar lens project dealing with outdoor lighting. Uh, it's something that really they they kind of started developing in a class they're taking at New Tech, their entrepreneurial academy class, and they won both of them full ride scholarships to the University of Evansville. Now that is amazing. It certainly is. Puts a smile on my face. Love University of Evansville. That's Proud alumni my, you are. You bet. And uh, I tell you what, the last several years that competition has grown and grown and grown. So well-deserved uh, accolades and certainly uh, look forward to what they will accomplish oh my in the future. And I think I and they're juniors. Yes. And in talking to these two students, I mean, for anybody out there that, you know, may say, oh, kids this day and age, you listen to these two students talk. I mean, you will. No one could help but being blown away when they talk about their idea and their commitment to this community. The one said, um, you know, talking about the stellar competition, he said, I would have been honored to lose to any one of these teams. I mean, just amazing. These two young men have got it going. They do. And they're also. Uh, both comment about what a great community yes. that we have in Evansville and that they want to stay here. They want to continue to give back. And they won that not just because of uh, the content, but also their presentation skills. So sure. kudos to them and also the new tech. Absolutely. Uh, uh, just beaming with pride. Yes. Yes. Very well-deserved honor for these students. And you're right for new tech. And uh, then also last night, in addition to our traditional good news, we had uh, two check presentations that we were honored to be a part of last night. We had the Young Professional Alliance was here and they did a recent fundraiser and wanted that money to go to uh, AIS, the Academy of Innovative Studies. So we did that check presentation. And then ESG is a company we work with a lot. Nick Atherton from them was here to present a rebate check because of all of the energy energy savings measures we've taken on with different projects. So always great to have big check. You know, the classic big checks were here and uh, always happy to be a part of that as well. Not only were they big checks, but they were big amounts. Yes, so. definitely. Even better. So thanks to YPA and thanks to ESG for being here last night Absolutely. and the others who were able to join them. And that takes care of good news. If you want Dr. Smith, take us into consent items. Certainly will. So we had allowance of payments this time uh, over this two-week period of time, totaling uh, $9,567,289.62, a pretty 
typical allowance of payments, actually maybe a little bit on the lower end of things than what we've seen recently, but that's primarily driven by the fact that it was one pay, we didn't take out health insurance, and invoices totaled $1.4 million, which is a little bit less than what we've seen in the last uh, month or so. Moving on then to item 3.03, consideration to approve grant proposals. So we had one proposal, and this was from the Welburn Baptist Foundation, and is upgrade in school grants. So this is really a unique opportunity for our students. Um, we hope that Scott Elementary will be the successful recipient of this from the Welburn Baptist Foundation. We have two schools that currently are in the upgrade uh, in school grant um program that they've been in it for two years now being Highland and Tompkins and it's great because they really provide upgrade provides funding technical assistance for schools to implement programs that really are solely focused on health and wellness so you will see examples of vegetable tasting uh, the walking programs they've helped us put in walking tracks in our schools uh, and active recess plans. We know how important it is for students to remain active, not just for their physical and mental well-being, but also what that does uh, in terms of helping with cognition. So I uh, appreciate our Welburn partners, and hopefully uh, we will be successful in securing that grant. Another example of great partnerships. Yes. Item 3.04, consideration to approve the agreement with Zello. Uh, and this is for... Um, an opportunity for multiple multi-language learners. Uh, just a great program. It provides interactive career personality and learning assessment styles in 133 languages. And we are grateful to the United Way for providing funding for this. And then finally, item 3.05, consideration to approve fine arts music instructor agreement. Uh, and this is for Rusty Brill. Uh, individuals that have been uh, on the music scene in Evansville for quite some time. May remember Rusty being uh, the band and orchestra director at Harrison many decades ago, but they know him around the state as being the executive director of ISMA, which is the Indiana State School Music Association. He retired from that position uh, a few years ago, and I am grateful he relocated to, or relocated back, back I should to say, Evansville. Yes, to Evansville. Uh, so. Really thrilled that our students, our trombone students, will have the benefit of his private instruction. Yeah, and and this is something we've done before, and it really is. I don't know that every district everywhere is, is able to provide this. I mean, this is having an extra layer of support. We're not talking about a right. music teacher here. We're talking about somebody who's going to come in and really provide that direct instruction that can take our musicians, student right. musicians, to another level. Absolutely. So, yeah, very happy about that. That's a, obviously a win for EVSC. That takes us to personnel recommendations. Yeah, 4.01 personnel recommendations. Uh, those recommendations are there for your perusal, and I would encourage you to click on those should you be so interested. Okay, and then that takes us to one action item. Boy, this is an exciting one. Tell us about this, Dr. You know, it truly is. Uh, action item 5.01, consideration to approve the purchase agreement with Evansville Health Realty for LLC. So really what this is, is it is for the purchase of a portion of the building at 421 Chestnut Street, which a couple decades ago was a Welburn Clinic, and then Deaconess bought uh, that out. So it was the Deaconess Clinic. We are going to purchase the part that was known as the IBM building that sits right there on the corner of Chestnut and I believe 8th. Kind of the left side of the building yeah. if you're picturing looking at that. Right. 
uh, kind of a brown clad building, and it is a stone's throw away from the Stone Family Center for Health Sciences. And so answer the, the <laughs> answer this question of medicine. Why would we want this building, Doctor Smith? Well, you know. I understand that in real estate, they say that there are three things that are really important in real estate, location, location, yes. location. So literally our students will be able to walk 30 seconds and be on the Stone uh, Family Medical Campus, um, which I think is incredible. It, it really, so there are already three universities on that medical campus. What, IU, IU UV, USI? Right. Okay. So to have our students uh, and the power of place working with not only the universities, but also with healthcare providers. Um, we'll really use this at the, as the capstone experience for the Academy for Science and Medicine. You know, that's an outstanding program. Many listeners may remember that as uh, Medical Professions sure. Academy. One of our innovative models. Right? Located at Central High School. So this past year, we changed the name to better reflect their mission. Sure. Uh, so it's the Academy for Science and Medicine. Uh, but provide those capstone, capstone, excuse me, capstone experiences um, that really no other, no other students really will have the opportunity to uh, partake in, especially during their high school years. So um, some people will say that this is a great workforce development mm -hmm. move and tool. And, and I do think that that is absolutely right. Uh, but when we think of, think of workforce development, that is really everything that we do to develop our students, not only from an educational basis, but also lifelong skills to develop them to where they are ready to go on and take that next step in their workforce development stage, whether it be uh, post-secondary instruction, schooling, university level, or if they go directly into the workforce. So what is so important about this is there's a lot of excitement downtown uh, really generated uh, I think a large part from the Stone Family Center for Health Sciences uh, on that health campus. So it just, once again, I'm very excited about sure. the opportunity. It and I think be, that's a great word, opportunity, because our oh, board yeah. really did seize this opportunity to secure a purchase here that really sets us up for such endless possibilities for these right. students. So it really capitalizes on what's already been done with uh, Bill and Mary Stone's incredible uh, donation to IU for that particular campus. Uh, but our students will be able to work, as I said, with IU. We already have an arrangement with the University of Evansville. I think we will continue to grow one then for USI. I think Ivy Tech will be involved also. Okay. Uh, Not to mention Deaconess and St. Vincent absolutely. are part of that as right. well. Uh, there's a new Deaconess Clinic down there. So just very exciting. I think more exciting things to come, but yeah. uh, certainly looking forward to the future. And uh, I, once again, I applaud our board and their vision. Sure. Uh, because everybody discusses that there's a workforce shortage in the healthcare field. This is a tangible uh, effort on the part of EVSC to make certain that all of our high school students and actually elementary and high school students understand there are great opportunities here and here's a clear sure. pathway. Sure. And just to clarify too, we are not um, making a change doing away with for uh, specifically with ASM on Central's campus. That Correct. will stay there. This is really because that program continues to grow in this opportunity, especially for students maybe in the upper levels, to have those capstone experiences, really to have both locations now with this purchase. Absolutely. And I appreciate that clarification because ASM, Academy for Science and Medicine, draws students from throughout Evansville. That's correct. And also 
the the tri-state region really uh, right. you don't necessarily have to be an EVSC student to apply for that uh, and we have many students from out of county and we have also students that attended private schools that are now going to the academy and uh, boy the student testimonials are just incredible sure. about what they have yeah, we've heard a from few that really lift just how yeah. it sets them apart when they get to upper levels. Even one student I remember was telling us who I believe was doing her doctorate, working mm-hmm. on her doctorate, her PhD level studies, and she still found herself being elevated because of this experience right. that started in high school. And it is not uncommon for students that have gone through the Academy of Science and Medicine to say, I had opportunities that I didn't get and my peers didn't get until they were a third or fourth year medical student. And they got those opportunities in high school because of the academy. It really is amazing when you say that. So looking forward, like you said, to how this continues to develop in the future. But again, kudos to our board for having this type of vision to uh, to act on this opportunity that's going to benefit not only students, but our entire region as right. well. And, you know, we've been working on this for about a year or two. So sure. it, uh excited to finally see it start to take shape. Okay. Well, that is great news. So, and then we'll move into information items. Sure. So the first one, 6.01, consideration to adopt Indiana School Board Association policies 5050, 5051, and 8200. So this is really a result of changes in law brought about by the General Assembly uh, last year, specifically House Enrolled Act 1447. So it does bring those things in line and delineates the policy and uh, the practices that the public needs to um, to basically comply with if they have concerns about curriculum material, library materials, and then also other public concerns. Item 6.02, consideration toward the contract for the 2024 Central High School roofing projects. So uh, Steve... Scheller brought this to the board and Monday night's board meeting, and um, he will then bring this back two weeks later to ask for their approval. Same then for 6.03, consideration to award the contract for the 2024 T-Couple Elementary School roofing project. And then when we move to 6.04 and 6.05, both of these are uh, awards to Fairlawn as well as Plaza for classroom flooring projects. And then one more information item, and that is 6.06. Yes, so 6.06, consideration toward the network firewall bid. So this is really important to us. Um, It will be for a five-year solution, another 10 gig uh, upgrade to our pipe, as they say. And uh, because it is E-rate, are e-rateable, there will be a discount of close to $62,000. So the final total would be $85,640 or $694.60. But uh, really important, you know, it... Uh, yeah, you've, you've talked about this lately, how we right. don't necessarily advertise that backside network type right. um, information as much. We talk about, you know, all the devices we have, which are amazing. But boy, this behind the scenes, the network strength, firewall, all of that that our IT department is charged with maintaining is vitally important. It clearly is. And I like to liken this to electricity. Uh, back in the day when electricity was somewhat new, I think it was somewhat of a novelty. Well, we certainly have passed that stage when it comes sure. to the internet and wireless. I think we may still be the largest uh, user of wireless uh, access points that we have in this region. Uh, many industries have 
hardwired devices, certainly, and we have our fair share of those, but because of our student devices and uh, teacher devices that operate on the wireless network, we have uh, like 30,000 devices at any one time that may hit a wireless network. So we have to be ready for that. Absolutely. And our IT department does a great job of maintaining that and always looking forward to make sure that they've got things in place as we continue to move forward and expand the number of devices to make sure that it is seamless and that we have no issues that are going to interrupt student learning. Right. And it's not just student learning. All of our HVAC systems correct. run on that. Our our security systems Student run information on that. systems, right? HR so, that type of thing. So a lot of things now are dependent upon our wireless as well as our internet. Okay, well that wraps up last night's school board meeting. Covered a lot of ground, a lot of good news, but especially thank you for taking the time going through that building purchase because I think that is really something that is right. exciting. Can't wait to see as that continues to develop. You know, I think 15, 20 years from now, members of the community will look back and that will be one of those seminal events in our community's history that yes, that made a difference in the lives of our children. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to share all that good news with us today, Dr. Smith. Thank you.